Lifted Life podcast. We created this show to help you live a lifted life. Welcome to episode 163, In the Arena. In the Arena with you, this week and always, brought to you by a very famous quote. Most of us know about Brene Brown putting her own spin on this quote, but today's show kind of takes it back to the original from Theodore Roosevelt. I'm going to read this quote, but first I'm going to apologize for my voice. It's better than it was. Much better. But this is still not the highest quality radio voice I've Mm -hmm. ever had. (laughs) Pretty sure next week it's going to be On point. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, we weren't going to skip another week. Not that we skipped last week because we obviously shared with you um, a quick intro uh, and then also an interview that I did over on the Overcomer podcast. So if you haven't already checked that out, I had a lot of uh, listeners say they really enjoyed that kind of unique perspective for that week. So this week we're talking about being in the arena. We are in the arena with you and we know you're in the arena with us and allow me to explain based on this quote from Theodore Roosevelt. The man in the arena. It is not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes short again and again, because there is no effort without error and shortcoming. But who does actually strive to do the deeds? Who knows great enthusiasms, the great devotions? Who spends himself in a worthy cause? Who at the best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement? And who at the worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly? So that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who neither know victory nor defeat. Have you heard that before, honey? I've never heard that. Well, Brene Brown wrote a book called Daring Greatly. Okay. And it's from that quote. Mm -hmm. And she says this. This is her quote she's most well known for. Mm -hmm. If you're not in the arena also getting your ass kicked, I'm not interested in your feedback. Nice. That's her summary Mm -hmm. of that brilliant quote. And it's really stuck with me. Now, I'm going to also confess I have not read Brene's books because I could not get into them. Brene, if you're listening, I'm sorry, girl. I didn't, I don't mean it like that. I think you're a great speaker, but the written word, you got to leave that to your buddy, Liz Gilbert. She knows how to write them words. That's my personal opinion. Now she's like, yeah, well, at least I can talk lady. Yeah. You can't even speak and sound like a normal person. Okay. Mm -hmm. So those quotes have really just been kind of reverberating through my mind. Maybe it's just because I feel like I'm really in the arena right now. I can feel it. There's a pulse to it. Like I'm being challenged. Like I know the taste of both victory and defeat. For some reason, this is the parallel that I was drawing to this is recently, as in a few days ago, um, I took on the task of fixing our dryer. <laughs> and... Um, I don't think this was an example you were planning on sharing. You can share the example later. But as I'm fixing our dryer, our dryer, when it comes on, it make, it sounds like there's gravel in it mixed with steel. And I don't know whether analogy give you, but it doesn't sound good. No. 
And it, in the beginning, it was just in the beginning. Like when you first turn the dryer on the first two minutes. And then it progressively got longer and longer. And now it's the whole dang time. And it doesn't matter where you go in the home, you can hear that dryer roaring <laughs> in the basement. As a kid, um, I worked for my uncle who did appliance repair, and he also did um, HVAC and electrical. So I have those skills. I learned those skills at a very long, young age. And every time something like this happens, I'm very grateful that I have those skills, and I draw on them often. Well, throughout my whole career, I've drawn on those skills. And I always go back to think about when I was a kid, I hated that. I hated that job in the beginning. It was just, well, I didn't know if I hated it. It was just a job. It was just a thing I did for money. And not knowing at the time these skills that I was getting by being in the arena. Hmm. I was a gopher, a glorified gopher at like 14, which, you know, that's a good job for a 14 year old. I got like 10 bucks an hour to go get tools like but i didn't i was talking to my brother about this because he did the same but he did more of the electrical side and he was saying like we don't realize the skills that we were gaining just being a gopher just being around it being in the in the arena being in in it how much we um we gained from that Mm -hmm. i mean the same is obviously true we learn so much from our lessons uh whether it's something that we felt like we won Got, you know, there's a victorious ending or if we feel like we really failed. I guess what the point I was trying to get to that is, um, as a person that did that, went to a tech school and then went to engineering school, I prized on the job training. Mm-hmm. Like to me, that was the most valuable, um, lesson that I got in my life in being an engineer is actually being on the job and learning. And I, I think that gets undervalued and I think anyone that's interested in in going to college or whatever I really think they should do a a uh internship internship instead or first or over the summer or whatever because I think that's when you really learn so uh one of my kids our kids is let's see classmates yeah, we, parents. we both have the same children yeah, yeah. this time around <laughs> and they um, they were asking me about how I became so passionate about entrepreneurship. Uh-huh. Stop it, cookie. Don't do that. Um, how I became so passionate, how I became so in the know with entrepreneurship. And it was very mm-hmm. much boots on the ground. Yeah. It was, I started a business and then I started another one. I think that's the same kind of idea that we're sharing with being in the arena. What do we mean? We're saying, go for it. Mm-hmm. Try something. When you fail, it is evidence that you are trying that you are getting closer getting closer Mm -hmm. it's evidence that you are going for it and i think that that's the whole idea of what we're saying about being in the arena we're willing to look foolish we're willing to fail Mm -hmm. we're willing to get our ass kicked yeah and i feel like you and i both um we recently went to the bank and opened up a couple new bank accounts Mm -hmm. it's an exciting time um AKA two new businesses, two new businesses. One of them is my passion project. And the other one is kind of your passion project, Mm -hmm. but something we've learned very clearly along this journey is that I don't really want to do my ever again alone. I don't ever want to do it alone Mm -hmm. again. And Mm -hmm. I don't think you really are too inspired to do your business too much alone. So I I think, um, as I was explaining some of the things I'm concerned about in my passion project, you're like, but that's what I like to do. Yeah. And it's like, how could I, Forget. How could I forget that? <laughs> and I was like, oh yeah, that's her favorite thing. Like 
can you please help me with that? Yeah. Like, yeah. You haven't reached out about your passion project, but I'm sure. No, I already come. did. You oh, helped you me get the EIN. You helped oh, me. True. You did all of that stuff that I literally would be like, oh, I don't really need to start another business <laughs> if I have to do that paperwork first. Our accountants really wanted that. Yeah. So because of those new passion projects and because we are beginners in these fields, we are in the arena hmm. learning every day. And you had an experience recently with the crypto side of things yep. where you felt like you had failed. You felt like you messed up or missed a chance. Mm -hmm. And I told you very genuinely, and I meant it, that it's very admirable to see you going for something new, to be willing to be a beginner again. Because people who only do things that they're good at do not impress me much. Shania Twain. <laughs> yeah. Um, it did feel good to have that support. Um, I was frustrated with, um, you know, they, there's a saying right? <laughs> it's complicated, but you know, the saying is, uh, time in the market is better than timing the market. So I was trying to time the market. I was trying to s swing trade or I knew the price was going to go up and down based on an event that was happening. I was trying to catch both ends and I hesitated, completely hesitated. And literally within seconds, the swing was over. And I missed an opportunity, say, but like how you reframed it, that was a heck of an educational experience. We right. didn't really lose money. We just lost an opportunity. Yeah. And I, I could just tell how you were just, it was a heavy weight you were carrying of like, mm -hmm. I missed this, mm -hmm. which is one way to look at it. Mm -hmm. And the other one was, as I almost made that. Yeah. I almost had it. And I learned so much again. I mean. I've replayed that several times since <laughs> it was just a few days ago, or a, day, a day ago, but I've replayed that event. And what comes back every time is trust yourself. Yeah. Like I knew what to do, but I just like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And then literally seconds was too late. And I do feel like within the realm of business, I talk a lot about risk mitigation. So mm -hmm. what you were trying to do was double check your work to make sure you were right. Yep. Were, was that the right timing? Was that the right move? And in this instance, there was not enough time to check your work. Mm -mm. It was go for it and mm -hmm. hope the net will appear. Mm -hmm. And I do think there's times in life where that's not the best strategy. You know, yeah. if your entire life savings is in this account that you're trying yeah. this one technique, probably no, shouldn't. probably shouldn't. Um, and I could tell that the heaviest part of it for you was that you lacked the confidence in yourself. And yet mm -hmm. what I was saying is, is the confidence is growing from these experiences as you learn and grow. And I just think that becoming a beginner, it's the ultimate um, opportunity to be willing to fail. It's just inevitable that when you try something new, you're going to fail versus uh, when you're doing something that you've already proven you're masterful at. Um, to start over again is I think the ultimate human experience because it's so messy and there's so many emotions of ups and downs. And yet, um, how many of us hold back on, um, a new adventure because we're not willing to fail or look foolish or break a sweat or, um, you know, show emotion about such a thing. I just think that's the really, um, telling question is, am I avoiding this uncomfortable feeling? Uh huh in order to just stay uncomfortable with where I'm at in my life. In my experience, so many times those perceived failures 
we're building blocks for something bigger in the future that I, I couldn't even fathom at that time. And it felt like such a failure. Like I wanted to build this thing. I wanted to do this thing. And it just didn't really work out the way I thought. But what I gained from that failure, I was able to build upon in the future on another project. Mm-hmm. So I, I think, yeah, I don't think that it was truly a failure. Well, it reminds me of the saying of how you get from LA to New York in mm-hmm. your car. Mm-hmm. If, if you're driving at night, you can only see 200 yeah. feet in front of you. True. But that's all you need to be able to see to go all the way from, mm-hmm. but maybe it'll eventually be daybreak and eventually. you'll be able to see it further in front of you, <laughs> but still not that far, not the whole route. So you don't need to be able to see the entire picture. You know, are you going to LA to New York, New York to LA? I don't think I'm going to either of those places. I'm trying to, you know, the sun rises in the east. So if you're driving anyway, we're just going down to Florida. <laughs> okay. So. Uh, the idea though, is that you don't have to have the full picture. I think a lot of times we don't take that risk. We won't be the beginner. We won't go in the arena because we don't have the full picture. And this is what you and I were talking about earlier Mm. that I think is a really valuable lesson is this idea of following the feeling, imagining that what you want has come to fruition and then living into that version of yourself. And you complimented me saying that this is something I'm better at. Mm -hmm. And you pointed out that this was something you struggle with because it feels like you're being inauthentic or a fake or in dreamy world. Yeah. And I just thought, wow, what an interesting lesson that we can kind of pull out and share with our -hmm. listeners. Um, The idea that what you want wants you to, and when you imagine yourself being it, doing it, having it, all the above, uh, that it creates this energy. And whether or not you've actually manifested it as a reality, I still think it's absolutely acceptable and actually um, preferred to live into that reality before the physical manifestation has even occurred. Yeah. An example you're giving, um, I found myself being frustrated that I wanted to create, want to do this thing and it felt good to think about doing it, but I kept telling myself, you have no proof that you can do it. There's no tangible, there's nothing. Then I felt myself following that cycle of do something so you can prove to yourself that, um, that it's worth thinking about like you're not in a delusional world because like I can prove to myself that this is tangible because I did this and I mean, I, I'm absolutely right all in about the, in the moment I did that I'm like that is so backwards like what are you doing like it's okay to live in this space where it's comfortable to to think about and, I, and it feels good to think about it's okay to, to to keep that well I think that you're failing to realize is that with enough elevated emotion imagining it the inspired action will come. It's like you're missing that faith component. That If I lean into this felt experience that's not yet manifested, aka it's not real, other mm-hmm. people can't see it, mm-hmm. but if I continue to stay in that realm, in that energetic frequency, I will begin to create inspired action from it. I think there's a little bit of a disconnect that no, I'm just going to feel this way. And then suddenly all of the things I ever wanted are going to float into my life. Nobody ever said that, but by maintaining the frequency and the feeling, the right inspired action will come. It'll come to you and then through you. And then it must be acted upon by you. We're saying the same thing. Even when we were talking about over over breakfast, we uh, couldn't get on the same page. (laughs) We're saying the same thing. I believe the same thing, but my words are not, um, 
landing. Well, I just feel like it's, there's still a disconnect. Like I see what you're saying, but mm-hmm. there's just a little disconnect of like, uh, that you can't really stay in that dream world because it's not the reality. No, I'm saying I need to stay in that dream world. It's okay. Like <laughs> right. there's no reason to just, I don't have to justify it to anyone or anything. Right. The fact that it feels good and I, and I like it is enough. Like right. I don't need any justification, mm-hmm. but for some reason I have this thing where I'm like, there's a yeah, naysayer, but that's, that's not reality. You're wasting your time. Like yeah. that's not maybe, I, but it doesn't matter. It feels good to think about just to make it a little more concrete. Imagine mm-hmm. there's something you want in your life, some sort of outcome. What we're talking about is envisioning that you already have it and then living as if, and almost some people would say, well, you're delusional. You don't really have that. Yeah. And I think that what we're saying is first you must become it, become the type of person who could have it so that you can create it. But also what you really want is how you'll feel when you think you have it. So you're magnetizing it to you by simply mm-hmm. being it without it. Yep. Hopefully that just clarifies things. Listen to it a couple of times if that's weird, because <laughs> it is weird the first 30 times I've heard that. But you keep practicing it. Mm-hmm. It's the jewelry designer avatar idea that I've continually leaned into which is that for whatever reason, even though I already have this successful business lifted that most people would say, well, why don't you just be that? Cause you already created it uh-huh. for whatever reason. It wasn't energizing me. That avatar wasn't. Mm-hmm. And so I said, what, well, what would, and I said, I want something a little more flowy, a little more fun, a little more just beautiful and artistic and yet still very abundant and powerful. And for me, the jewelry designer avatar is that, Mm -hmm. that thing that I tap into that just suddenly makes life feel more in the flow. And that's what we want to do. We want to go with the flow and not go upstream. And when you do that, that overflows into lifted and it absolutely does. mm -hmm. Yeah. It brings that best foot forward. Mm -hmm. Speaking of which this episode, not only has it been brought to you by Theodore Roosevelt, isn't that who that quote was? I believe you said that. Yeah. Or Brene Brown, but it's also brought to you by our mood probiotics, That's right. We are the Mood Probiotic brand. We have four different formulas, all designed to help with mood, digestion, and immune support. You can check those out on Amazon.com, Walmart.com, or directly from our shop, and that's shop.liftednaturals.com. We're going to wrap it up. I'm going to give my voice a break, uh, and hopefully we'll be back next week with totally legit, normal voices. Thanks for hanging with us. Uh, We'll see you next week. 